So being in medical school, I had a professor tell me that getting your doctorate, he specifically said this about PhDs, but he said getting your doctorate is knowing more and more about less and less until you know everything there is to know about nothing at all. And, you know, you can replay that in your head to kind of wrap your head around it. But the reality is the more that you know, the less that you know. And it sounds super, super vague for me saying that, but it has a real big purpose in motherhood. And I really want to talk about that today. Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the new mom naturopath podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we getting? Coffee. And let's dive into this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Have you checked out my free resource, Preparing for Postpartum, a 12-question guide to help couples prepare for postpartum by having open communication and addressing problems before they happen? Please check it out at thenewmomnaturopath.com and also check out my bonus episode that includes a detailed guide of how to go through this process step-by-step. So this whole thing that I talked about in the intro is called the Dunning-Kruger effect. It actually is a studied event that happens with human beings. And the reality is that people that know less about a topic and don't quite fully understand the topic tend to be the loudest about a conversation. And people that know um, more and more tend to hold back and not say as much. The reasoning behind this is that things tend to be superficial and easy when you don't actually understand context. So if you don't really get the deep dive of a conversation, you're not going to get it. For instance, you could just say that cortisol is the reason people are, elevated cortisol is the reason people are tired all the time. And it's like, that's a super specific, overarching, very, you know, It's very superficial. And yes, people are more stressed nowadays. That is a true statement. And yes, stress causes you to release cortisol, which has a whole myriad of events down the cascade of things. But the reality is there's so many more things involved in the human body. There's so many things that have changed in the last 30 years in human life, in our exposure to things, our knowledge about the human body, the way things interact. And then there's just everybody in the human world is different. So hormones influence other hormones and people have different things that are like wrong with our bodies and correct with their bodies and genetic expression and not genetic expression. And so this very simple thing of us saying that increased stress causes us to have elevated cortisol and that people are are more fatigued because they have elevated cortisol is not really a true statement. It's just something that is superficial that people feel like they can spread it to the world and say that it is correct. Now, 
that was a superficial thing. The place I find this as a new mom is in Facebook groups. And I just kind of wanted to give you this moment of saying that mom guilt is like flustered in Facebook groups. It is the place where you will feel the most inadequate. Now, I personally have a medical degree. I am a doctor in the state of Washington, and I still found myself questioning my motherhood and my moral compass and my ability to make decisions as a mom in terms of medical decisions for my child when I walked into these groups. And I would feel like, wow, these people are so passionate. They have these such strong feelings about such things that I didn't even know were a thing. And I find people in like these groups that hold these staunch closed fist. I use this as an example a lot. These closed fist examples of things that don't necessarily need to be closed fist. Like they don't need to be that way. Like, uh, I'm just like, gonna, let's see, what's, what's an example that I feel like I'm not going to get in trouble for? I think the number one thing for me is, it's a specific example for me, was there is, so with club feet, you wear a bar, they wear a bar for 23 hours a day. Yes, 23. You get an hour off. I did, I, I am aware there are 24 hours, but you wear it for 23 hours a day. And the child, you know, has like no mobility with it really like they their two feet are kind of fused together and there's a huge debate in club foot world um in club foot postpartum like facebook groups where half the moms are like it is horrifyingly dangerous for you to have the child in the club foot brace while they're in a carrier while they're in a uh, car seat because it can break their femur if they get into an accident and so but then there's this other staunch people that are like, don't give any breaks. You can't give any breaks. You have to do the full 23 hours or if it's really not bracing. And like there's this like huge craziness of like this fight that actually happens. It's like you were traumatizing your child if you're exposing them to getting a, a femur fracture. That's a horrifying event. But then there's these other people like if you don't brace every time you get in the car, you could be in the car for hours and then that child's not getting and they could not walk later on in life. And these are real debates. They're real debates. But the reality is what I didn't realize as a parent was that I get to make this decision by what feels comfortable for me. And me making that decision doesn't make me any less of a good mom for not choosing the other side. And me not getting into this debate and thinking that it is worth my time is also not a decision of weakness. Sometimes I feel like we have to fight for our decision as a mom because we want other people, we want to feel justified in our actions because I've made this decision, because I've placed this boundary. You can place a boundary and not shout it from the rooftops. I can say in my child, my child is not going to be forward-facing until he maxes out his car seat or he's forward-facing without shouting it to the rooftops. I can say that my child is bracing my feet, his feet, at night while he sleeps. Does he get 12 hours at night every single night on the dot? No. <laughs> no. I'm just going to be flat-out honest. No. Because if he did, he would be having to wear the brace while he's trying to walk. And I have enough battles to pick. I have plenty of battles to pick. That is not one of them I want to do. So he gets it as soon as he wakes up, we take off the boots. As soon as it's time for nighttime, we're about to read, we put on the boots. 
Do we have some fights in between those times? Yes. Are there days where he doesn't wear the boots and then the next few days are a bit rough because he's in pain? Yes. Is it a, is it a battle all the time? No. Am I a bad mom for not doing 12 hours? No. So what I want you to know is that in the context of these groups, the people that are going to be the loudest don't have the context of your life. They don't have the context of your situation. They don't have any extra information. They're not an expert, despite the fact that they are the loudest, strongest, most specific person on the internet. They don't have any expert information about what your specific scenario is, and it is okay if you don't take their advice. It is okay if you don't agree. And you don't have to tell them. You don't have to make a comment about it. You don't even have to ask the question on the Facebook page. But know that if you have these things where someone is so passionate about it and you're like, I don't get it, it's okay. You don't have to get it. You can hold that boundary. And knowing that the loudest people in a group generally do not have the context of the question you're being asked. Um, they don't have the context of the scenario, and they likely don't have all the information. And the people that are the most quiet, the ones that are not commenting, generally are the ones that understand why that person is wrong. So I, I say this because I had to leave Facebook groups while I was in my pregnancy. I dealt with a serious amount of postpartum or peripartum depression, and Facebook groups were the place that I kept the most anxiety because it felt like no matter what I was not prepared to be a mom because I didn't hold all these really strong opinions and I was also not willing to just make like statements about how strong I could be postpartum like there were a lot of parents that were making all these decisions it felt like while they were pregnant that they didn't really understand like they weren't even to the point of postpartum they didn't even get what problems they were going to face and so it felt wrong I was like I don't I don't feel this way yet I don't feel strong about this decision I don't know I don't know guess what it's okay that you don't know your opinions are going to change based on what part of life you're in how many kids are you going to have when they're in the car seat at two what kind of car are you going to own when you have a car seat at two what like you know what what sort of things are you going to be in in life? What are the safety recommendations going to be then? Because guess what? Research is going to change. You know, there's not a whole... There's not a whole lot of decisions, a stronghold of decisions you can make until you're in that postpartum window, until you're in that window where the child is physically in front of you. Now, do I think that Facebook groups are a bad thing? No. I utilize them regularly. You know, I try to double check myself, you know. I'm a physician and I still go on there and ask about medical advice sometimes. Just I mean, I kind of just go, I want a second opinion. I want I want someone who doesn't know the worst case scenario because I know all the worst case scenarios. Like, I got news for you. Being someone who knows all the information but doesn't know all of the answers because I'm not a pediatrician is not really a good place to be. So I figure, like, I, like, I know all the answers of, of all the worst case scenarios, and I know when, like, yesterday is the time to go to the ER. Like, I know the point, but I also feel like I know all of the horrible things that can happen. And so for me, I go to Facebook groups to be like, calm my brain. This is not, 
This is this is an overreaction most of the time. And I still find myself getting frustrated going down rabbit holes and have to check myself and be like, you're not their doctor, you cannot give medical advice, stop. I'll like type a comment and be like, you cannot, you cannot write that on a public forum. You're a licensed professional. Stop it. <laughs> so I just want you to have this idea. So I'm just going to explain the Dunning-Kruger uh, effect to you. Is that this is a parabolic curve, meaning it makes a parabola. Yes, I'm bringing in algebra. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's a parabolic formula, meaning that the people that are the most loud are the ones that know the least information, and those that are actually experts usually say the less. They say less about what they know. They do not, they actually don't talk in absolutes because, as I stated in the intro, uh, getting your doctorate or getting, the more you know about something, the more you realize that we don't know anything. We don't know anything. The more I study the human body, the less I feel like we actually grasp how it works. The more I study anything, because if I were to dive down into the depths of all the little tiny things that we know about the human body, I'd be learning about things that at such a basic level, I wouldn't be knowing about all the interactions elsewhere. If I'm a gastroenterologist, I don't know anything about the uterus. If I'm a cellular biologist, I have no idea what it means to have a functioning liver. I'm not really, I can't, my brain cannot grasp that information. So it's okay that when you're in these groups that you don't actually know all of the information being at hand to you. And it's okay that you don't feel so strongly and you don't feel like vocalizing. So I would say this too, is if you're the one that's really vocal, take a step back, think about what you're talking about. Are you actually knowledgeable of the topic at hand? And if you are, that's wonderful. But I always give myself the benefit of the doubt. I always kind of question my, my knowledge base. I always do. I take a moment and go, hmm, am I looking at this from all angles? Or am I just repeating tiny snippets of facts that I know from other people? Am I always trying to work around things? Where am I getting my information? What are my facts? And am I holding a closed-fisted boundary for the sake of just saying that I'm a good mom? Am I holding it because I think I'm a good mom and I'm standing on my righteous little molehill? Or am I really trying to be a good mom for my child and it and it's coming across as being aggressive? What is What is my stance? And what is the ultimate goal of my post? Why am I posting on Facebook? What am I getting out of it? And if it's a real, like, humble ask of, like, I don't know, I need help, that's one thing. Or am I actually helping someone because I really feel like I have the answer to help them? Or am I trying to judge someone that I don't know and give them opportunity or give them judgment that doesn't feed me? You know, the old phrase, if you're not going to say something nice, don't say anything at all, really does apply. Just because you can't see someone on the board doesn't mean that it's not necessarily something you want to do so hope this helps thank you for listening to the new mom naturopath podcast i really hope you learned something and grew during this episode if you could leave me a podcast review on apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me if you have any questions email me at admin at the new mom naturopath.com and as always please join our facebook group the new mom naturopath on facebook have a wonderful day